minutes of our lives inside Either we're in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives Hey guys, and uh, welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. So we are, we're trying something out new yep. today. Uh, we're live in the Go Work Wherever Facebook community, and we're building this cohesive community of remote workers, remote organizations. So we're building a website, goworkwherever.com. What else we have? YouTube. What else? Facebook. For Go Work Wherever? Yeah. Well, so we have capital presence it's, for well, all yeah. of that. And yes. then it's kind of will morph into yeah. all together. We have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. We Facebook. got all kinds of stuff. Fun we stuff. We have all the things. But we're building this community of remote workers uh, through the Facebook community, which is where we're, we, we did this live. It's a gated community of remote workers, remote professionals, people who are looking to build uh, remote business cultures. And so we're, we're going live in that. But we're, we also are posting these podcasts to... Uh, YouTube, if you're watching us through the video, and then we ha- are on Spotify, what iTunes, pretty much Apple, everywhere. Apple, Apple yeah, podcasts. everywhere. Yeah. So we have four different versions of said podcast. We have the trivia, which we have done one but never published it. Right? Not yet. Not yet. Right. We have the uh, they call it the I don't know. Austin called it Roy's Rants, which I kind of like that, <laughs> but it's just basically me going over these like what I like if. That what if scenarios that's funny uh and then we have these so this is sydney and roy uh did we call them hotspots? So it's just like yeah like browsing the internet just browsing just clicking through the internet and it's what we do best seeing just having a ball truly and then uh what's the fourth one interviews with people yeah. obviously uh traditional podcast format where we're interviewing people mm-hmm. which uh we've posted like three or four of those right the last one was with jessica yeah Jessica, whoever the the um the CEO camper. camper CEO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that's a good one. I enjoyed that, that conversation. So today we are doing browse the internet. And so Sydney, that's this is you're the you're basically the you're the you're you're it. You're the <laughs> you're the podcast host for this. Yeah. I mean, this is what I do basically. So every Thursday or Friday morning, I'll go through and just pretty much Google remote work and see what comes up um for our newsletter, but then they're obviously good to talk about too. Um, but I saw a lot of recently is um, how remote work is basically to blame for internet or for housing prices being so really high. <laughs> yeah housing prices mm-hmm. are being blamed. You know they're gonna blame remote workers for no oh, for, for everything because they're jealous because they want people to come back right. So th- some of that I understand. Some of that I understand where you have these people in power, and I've done podcasts on this before, where to say. You have these people in power that understand how to do something a very specific way and they've made their their millions or billions or, you know, hundreds of thousands on building culture 
a very specific way and sending people to the office. And so they are in charge and they understand how to do that. So when you implement change and innovation in any organization, regardless of size, then the leadership is the most in danger because if they can't lead you to the next horizon, to the next step, then they're out the door and we'll replace them with somebody who can lead us to the next, the next phase, the next way of life. And that's the way that, especially when you get into the large organizations who want to be future proof and they're looking at five, 10 years in the future, they want leadership. Who's, who's going to be doing, you know, the stock market goes up, right? They want to see their shares go up and they want to see the, the, the money improve. And so when you're sending people home when you have this new remote culture and you have these older, you know, gray hairs in charge that, this is new to them and they don't know what to do, then they panic and bring everybody back. Right. Right. So you'll see these articles and you have to remember like who owns the media. There's like a big six, (laughs) right? If you guys have ever been to journalism school, there's the big six. So they have the, the way to push their own agenda through the media if they really wanted to, you know? And I think that there's a lot of reasons to encourage people to come back. You have political members who cities are in trouble because people are leaving the cities. You have that exodus of California and New York. So those politicians are going to be wanting to push it and they're going to be talking to the press and saying, hey, this is the this is the narrative that we want to push. And then you have the big remote, you know, the big uh, um, enterprise organizations who own the medias like Disney. Disney owns ESPN and ABC and, you know, and so if they want to say something, then then they will. And I think Amazon owns the Washington Post. And I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and you know, some people are probably thinking I got my tinfoil hat on, but <laughs> I was a media member for, for about like 10 years. I owned a media organization. I was on the radio and I reported. Now I reported sports. But which did you know that you knew this? Um, I don't think I knew that. You didn't know this? So I worked for Sirius XM. No, I knew that. Yeah. And I owned my own media company for a while. And I had media credentials to a lot of different universities and and professional sports organizations. And they would give you stat sheets to say, this is what we want you to report on. This is the narrative we want you to kind of go with. Now, you can write whatever you want. But smaller organizations like, like I was before I worked for Sirius you would have to send your clips to the people who grant you the credentials so that they could like review it to see if, you know, cause they don't want you just trashing their teams. Right. Cause they want to control who's in there. Right. So this whole idea behind narrative, it's, it's nothing new. Right. So I'm always very cautious whenever I see this, <laughs> like where it's, so what is the headline? Well, I only bring it up just because I like saw it over and over and over again, obviously like they'll take one thing and just like repost it right. on all these different things. Um, so, why are houses so expensive right now? Blame remote work. Blame remote work. Blame us. Why not? Um, so, they're saying between November 2019 and 2021, housing prices rose 24%. Now, anybody with a brain okay. can also know that that's probably because of a million other things, yeah. too. <laughs> but that's what they're saying in this. Um, increased demand for working from home accounted for more than 60% of overall price hikes. And similar increase increases in rent during that period. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I will say that I have sold and bought a house during this time frame. None of which was associated with whether or not 
people were going to be working from home. Now, I will say that I did move further away from the city because I have the ability to work from home. Right. I don't think that had anything to do with the rising housing prices. I, I, I don't. I just don't see that as a, as a real narrative. Right. The only way that I can like see them spin that is be like, oh, like people want more in home offices and things like that. But I don't. Which we've had that conversation before. Right, exactly. Which uh, to an extent, remote work is going to allow people to move to new locations. So if they're saying that the rise in home prices are for like outside of the city, rural so I, areas. I think that is what they're Is that saying. what they're getting at? Yeah. So they're saying cities saw the biggest uptick in housing costs while regions less amenable to remote work experience slower housing price growth. So, so area city. regions that have less amenities geared towards remote workers have slower house price growth. See, I would think it would be the opposite. I would think almost. it would be the opposite. But then it's also saying places that emerge as hotspots include Charleston, Orlando, and Wilmington, Delaware. So Charleston, South Carolina has long been a, a city that has a lot of military. There's a lot of uh, spay wars down there or whatever they call it now. So that is like, kind of like the, it's always been thought of as kind of like the next transient city. Orlando is big time cloud computing. Like all of our distributors are down there. Microsoft holds their conference there. Right. So that makes a lot of sense in terms of remote organizations or, you know, moving to that general Orlando area. What was the other one? Wilmington, Delaware. Delaware. Interesting. Is that like Bethany Beach area? Yeah, I, you might be right. I don't know. Delaware gets me. I don't know why that is kind of, that's an interesting one. I, there's no taxes. There are no taxes in Delaware. Also drive through it in like 20 minutes. Right. I can <laughs> hit a golf ball. Right. Uh, that sure. one, I don't have, I would need to look more into Wilmington, Delaware. That's interesting. See, it makes sense to me that San Francisco, New York, you have the mass exodus out of California, people not remote related, although you could argue that people moved to San Francisco in the first place for technology jobs. And now you don't necessarily have to be there anymore and you can live wherever you want. So there is that aspect to it, which I do believe that the the rising cost could you know, change the exodus of San Francisco. But I don't I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this article, to be honest with you. I don't I I would have thought that areas where you can buy a lot of land would, would see right so that would make more sense than cities exactly and they should be going because you would think that supply and demand would mean that people are leaving cities therefore the demand is low to move into a city and the supply is high which it does make sense that's what i would think but too. whatever you know, good for you, NBC or whoever this is that on reporting this. Have fun. I don't see anything. I, I don't Paying whatever. a million dollars. I think it's just one more thing. Like that's like fat butt disease where we had that article that we talked about. <laughs> UK fat butt disease. Yeah. Blaming remote work or remote work for like back problems. Being lazy. Trying to say it was unhealthy. Yeah. I know. All right. What do we got next? All right. Um, going through, going through. Do we just want to do all remote work? What do we want to do? Yeah, we can do mix these. it I mean, up. Yeah, we could pick any of these. I mean, Florida, we can talk about Florida. There is Florida. Well, I guess we have to tackle. Um, so it's October. So the, the before we get into the next remote work article, we are moving into October, which 
I'm not going to ask you how old you are, Sydney, but do you know Hocus Pocus? You know Hocus Pocus, right? I am a Big basic off. white girl. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> um, I do know Hocus Pocus. So the new one's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can watch it. I don't have Disney Plus, but it is coming out tomorrow. If I had a login that I would share with you, I would give you that login. Thank you. I do have Disney Plus and we are. <laughs> you are going to watch it. We are going to watch it. But we are actually. Uh, so Courtney Phillips, who works for us, too. Right. She's coming over tomorrow night with her kids. And I have a big projector and we're Cute. doing it in the backyard uh-huh. tomorrow. So we're going to watch Hocus Pocus 2 on the projector, mm-hmm. um, which I thought it came out. October 1st, Saturday. I think we're watching a Saturday night. Either way, we are making a big s- skeptical of it because Hocus Pocus is a, is a great movie. And if, if you don't know the first one, then I, I don't know what to say to you. We to stop listening to this podcast because I don't want you associated with my tribe. If you're not a Hocus Pocus fan, um, I don't, to be honest, I don't like, like Halloween's not. Oh, I love Halloween. You like Halloween? I love Halloween. My dad goes like all out. My aunt goes all out mm-hmm. and they have crazy decorations. And, you know, growing up, we would do a haunted, we'd built a tent that had a haunted house and we did like this cool, yeah. you know, she went crazy. She still goes crazy. My mom would fly in and help her do the just paper mache. I mean, her whole house, I'll show, I'll show you a picture. I love a haunted house. It's crazy what she does. I never really got into it. Do you like scary movies? I don't. Oh, see, I was like that kid. I remember when first when Netflix first started and they were like still sending out like, yeah, the, discs. the things and like the little paper things. My mom being like, who ordered Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Like I was not that old, maybe 10. Uh, I was like, oh, that was me. Right. Like I was like, I just want to like build up. It's almost October. Like I'm trying to watch all the classic scary movies. And she was like, you can't do that. I don't do. Yeah, no. So Haley. But I am doing that. <laughs> i i Haley's into like the podcasts and the oh yes we which were i texted the other day you gave her a show Dahmer. Dahmer. Mm-hmm. my boy or my fiance yeah you don't say boyfriend has anymore. acquired jeffrey Dahmer glasses from your brother-in-law why and he just wears them around <laughs> he wore them all day yesterday i was like i can't i hate I so last night she was like do you want to watch a movie or like watch a show with me and i'm like yeah sure you know so like we lay down on the couch and she turns on Dahmer and she's like, do you want to watch it's an episode? Watch. It's awful. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I mean, I watched it with her and that's cool. Now she falls asleep to it. <laughs> and I'm like, Me. what is going on? It's like, he's beating people with hammers. I mean, and, it like, happened. I mean, and that's what makes it so scary. Obviously is because it happened just in a, real life, but just a messed up person. So, I, so yeah, Hocus Pocus 2 coming out this weekend. So that's a big, and we are entering into spooky season, which I have pumpkin everything. We love spooky season. I ordered pumpkin coffee from, and this is not an advertisement, from Confessions Coffee. So if you go to confessionscoffee.com, they have the best pumpkin. I think coffee. it's International Coffee Day, I want to say, is either today or October 1st. Is it? I wasn't sure. I was going to make a post about it, but. We'll go to confessionscoffee.com. They, they are in no way paying me to say that, but they have the best pumpkin coffee. I had a Dunkin'. I was, I do like Starbucks holiday drinks, but I decided to try the, um, the apple cold brew, the pumpkin cold brew from Dunkin'. The cold brew is the best. Not great. No. From Dunkin'. Oh, see, I don't go to Dunkin'. I do love Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. The donuts. I feel like it's never consistent. Yeah. But I like it for their principle. 
I like the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. But then they try to change their name to like Dunkin'. And they're like, oh, we're not, we're more than donuts. Dunks. Dunks. And a dunks. I couldn't get, I can't get into Dunkin' coffee. Never have. I just get straight black. Well, it's always normal. different. Love it. But every time it tastes different. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I just drink black. I just drink black coffee. But pumpkin coffee from Confessions. The other, the other coffee that I like that is pumpkin uh, is Black Rifle. Have you heard of Black mm-hmm. Rifle? Have you had it before? Yeah. It's called Basic Batch. And oh, that is, funny. that is my, those are my only two pumpkin coffees that I'll drink. Everything that's else, funny. it has to be like black coffee with a pumpkin mm-hmm. added. Do you know what I mean? I'm more of like an apple person. Have you ever had an apple cider donut? Yeah. So there's a place in oh, Virginia. So good. Called the Apple House. Have you ever been? Is it in like Winchester? It's in Linden. Linden, yeah. Linden. Yeah. yeah with the big apple. Yeah. Like near Winchester? Yep. Yes. Yes. I've seen it. Similar to, yeah, it's, it. it's on the way to Funchester, we call it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they have full pork sandwiches, Ooh. apple cider, like real apple cider. Not apple like, cider, like slushies. Those are good too. They, I've never had an apple cider slushie. I haven't gotten to go this year. Generally, I'll do like a fall trip, like go apple picking or something, but I haven't gotten to. You can go apple picking outside. I have two. I bought two apple trees, which I got a great deal on them. I it was about this time last year where I was looking into apple trees and I guess you plant apple trees in the spring, which makes sense. And. So I got two apple trees for twenty dollars. And planted them and they yielded apples in the first year that I had them. So I have two apple trees right now. They're Granny Smith apple. Oh, even better. They're the, the best for the, pies. The green ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are I not. They're crisp. not very sweet. Honey crisp. Yeah. But those are the best. Yeah, but yeah, fall's here. Fall is here. Are you? What about Halloween Town? We had this conversation this morning on our morning stand up, which Did is you? why I asked. I had my background. I changed it to like Stars Hollow, like mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls for fall. Yeah. And um, Taylor changed hers to the pumpkin from Halloween Town. Halloween Town's good. So I don't I know. I prefer that. You're younger than me. Yeah. Love a Disney Channel movie. So <laughs> to me, Halloween Town was not, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't part of my tradition. As mm. Now, I will also say that Halloween wasn't big in my family growing up. Yeah. So like we didn't really like get together and watch like Christmas. We go hard. All out. What Christmas movie are My you? family goes h- hard. For the Christmas. what? Which one is yours though? So growing up, uh, I feel like it was all the Rudolphs, you know, okay. it was the Rudolph movies, Charlie Brown. Great pumpkin. Um, my yeah. dad, my dad. So like those were growing up. Now, as I've gotten older, the, it has become, uh, every Christmas Eve, my wife and I, we watch the, uh, Christmas vacation. Okay. And then I feel like there's two types of people. You're either an elf person or you're a uh, Grinch. Neither. You're. I prefer Christmas Story. I'll watch it on. See, I watch it on repeat, but I never catch the full thing. So I always like do 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. And eventually throughout the 24 hours, I will. You don't. The movie. You don't like Grinch or elf. I don't like them. Sydney. I wouldn't pick it. You know what I love? My absolute favorite Christmas movie in the entire world. What? Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Hey. <laughs> I 
I love it. I can quote the whole thing. Oh my God. Which one's Jingle All the Way? Is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. And he's like the Turbo Man. Turbo Man. I ordered like custom Turbo Man um, wrapping paper. Oh my God. For gosh. my presents. I want to say like two they years don't, ago. He doesn't Etsy. even get the doll at the end, but he doesn't care because my dad's Turbo Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It's the best oh one my in the gosh, entire yes. world. We are entering into holiday season, which as a remote worker and a remote organization, People who are remote workers will take leave, take less leave during the holiday season. So you'll actually get more done. Your productivity will increase. So that's a benefit so that you can just chill and watch the new Hocus Pocus and get your work done and then not have to worry uh, about the gray hairs step back at the office. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Some ambiance in the background, your little hot chocolate. I started doing that the other day. Did you? I just like YouTube like fall ambiance video mm-hmm. and it just has like wind and like leaves sound and yeah. it's like a pretty little scene and it's like an eight hour long youtube video and that's what you do for your well there's a bunch of them but this is yeah. part of your your at-home vibe sometimes what's your routine like your morning routine <laughs> yeah. um i get up that's i god bless brush my teeth all right i walk both my dogs okay i feed my dogs i'm sorry i brush my teeth after i do that after put my hair up okay. change into capital presence clothes there we go and I hop on morning stand-up. That's your whole routine? Yep. You're just... Sometimes I make a coffee. Sometimes you make... You're not a big coffee person. I have been lately. I have to have a coffee in the morning. So okay. today... That's a great routine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to add a few things in there. I, I like that you get out of the house, though. Like walking I, your dog. I have to. Yeah, we don't have a yard. A yard. Well, that's good. That'll keep you... <laughs> it'll keep you a little active. I, um, I wake up. Most days. And uh, I'm 100% so far in waking up. Um, and uh, I'll go downstairs, pour myself some coffee. You know, generally, the kids have to go do something. So we'll, you know, today they had swim practice. So we are getting out the door. I, I, today I helped uh, my daughter with some schoolwork because we homeschool all of our children. Right. So we are like, when you talk about remote, we're like, we are the remote family remote we're mm-hmm. both remote workers obviously because we own a business together and then our four children are all homeschooled right. and then we live out in the cut like we're exactly. out in the woods out here so i'm like the remote you know you're listening to the right podcast if, if you're into the remote stuff but i got up go downstairs I'll, I'll pour myself a coffee if there's some family things that need to be done then you know i chip in generally Haley takes care of most of that to be honest with you um and then i'll read i'll read the bible and i'll read I'm reading two books right now and I have an audio book of another. So I'm reading um, The Power of One More by Ed Millett and I'm reading How God Makes Men. Those are the two books that I'm reading. And then the uh, there's another book that I'm using as an audio book, mm-hmm. which is uh, Raising Giant Killers. It's a parenting book. Haley was like, you need to read more parenting books. And I was like, well, I'm going to listen to it on audiobook because I, I don't want to, re- I'm already reading too much. But. We had the audiobook conversation the other day and my cousins in like high school, we do Sunday family dinners. He was talking about reading Lord of the Flies. I was like, do you know how many books I read in high school? Zero. zero. I, so I read zero like, books. <laughs> I read like half, like I would read like three quarters of a book, half a book. Cause I have like, I would be reading and I would just like skimming and just, and I, I would skim through books and I would just, I would write a book report up. Spark notes. That right. For sure. I'd read like half the book and then I'd read like the last 20 pages and then write my book report on it. And cause nobody really cares about like the, 
you know, like what's the general premise of the book? Okay. Well, it starts off with da 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 da, da and got to read the book to find out more. He's like, no, I have to, like, it's about like what theme and like overall and like very in-depth questions, which I would have Do you read more now? Did you read the no. Starbucks book? You read I Starbucks. read the Starbucks book. Did you? I did actually okay. read the uh, Starbucks did, book. Did I get you a copy of the power one more? Mm-hmm, it's in my car. Have you started reading it? No. <laughs> okay. See, I need to build that into my okay. routine. I'm we'll not a morning it. person we'll though. Like I am, I will sleep as long as I can and roll out of bed. I'm like that too. Um, and I'm a night person too. So I like, too. I prefer like to stay up late. So I'll, I'll, I need to work. What's late it. for you? 1am. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm up 1am, 2am. And that's why I'm saying like we watched that Dahmer thing last night. And it's like, it wasn't even that late. It was like a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Haley's passed out. And now I'm watching this scary ass show that I want nothing to do with. I'm watching it because I was hanging out with my wife. My brother, um, he lives in LA. Don't know how he does it, but apparently he's an actor. He is an actor, but he apparently he's an actor. <laughs> he is an actor, but he auditioned for like five roles in it in the Dahmer show mm-hmm. specifically. Okay, well, probably good. He probably would have been. Did he murdered. get any of them? No, but no. he would have been murdered. He would have been murdered. Sure if he well, everybody gets murdered in that show. Most people, yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, what's the next article we got here? All right, um, let's see. I mean, literally, they're all about housing. So that's like the big. That's the big topic trend this month is all about housing. And I will say that the housing that. market has drastically changed. I mean, you, you, you look at, so we started our, our home buying process in 2019 and the prices kept going up and up and up. You saw houses get pulled off the market and then get put back on so that they could drastically hike their prices up. Um, so it made buying a house like we bought. We've been here for a year. So a year ago is when we bought. And, you know, the the rates were great, which I think that has more of a more to do with the, these housing changes than anything else was the amount of buyers over the last couple of years. Now that housings houses are going, you know, we're going up. Let's talk about rates more so than the remote workers. I think that remote workers has very little to do with it, although it makes a good narrative, I guess, you know, in some of these. Uh, in some I'm of these dreading articles. it. So, we're probably looking next year, I would say. Right now, you don't want to buy. I know. You don't want to buy right now. I was working on our registry for our um, wedding coming up, and there's an option for like a new home fund. You know, two doors down is for sale. He'll be my neighbor. I cannot afford that. I sent it that. to my brother. I guarantee you yeah. that is out of my price range. Well, I would love it, though. You might. Mm-hmm. I sent it to my brother. I have like, a conversation with your brother. I was like, be my neighbor. <laughs> and he was like, well, He just got a beautiful house. He is probably about to sell it. Got it. Yep. He doesn't, he, uh, it's a big house. Yeah. It's a big house and he has neighbors. He doesn't like his neighbors. Oh, so. I don't think they liked us either when we were at that party. Which it leads to remote <laughs> work. Yeah. I don't have neighbors. I have five acres out here. I don't have to see my people. I don't have to that see anybody. Nice. I, can, I, I only on top get, of my neighbors. I only I see the people it. that I want to see. It's fantastic. I, you know what? Actually, I live in an apartment building and I rarely see my neighbors either. Yeah. Well, that's good. I smell their food and, hear them occasionally but i don't see them much yeah and the music through the walls type thing <laughs> what article is this what do you got pulled up here um okay so this one is remote work works for the environment okay yep so not a housing article not a housing article i haven't read it yet but i can already imagine travel a yeah. for one well we've talked a lot about that on this show mm-hmm. yep we talked about or some commuting of the, at least yeah the 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 the, the less commuting that you have to do the less traveling you have to do um you know gas prices were significantly low um over 
the the pandemic. I hate calling it that, but over the 2020 gas prices were very low. People weren't traveling. So, you know, from a, from a, uh, a green gas perspective, when people don't travel, it's good for the environment, which you saw all kinds of articles about that, where people were like, nobody's traveling other than the emissions. Oh, wait, this is actually really good. Down. You know, mm-hmm. it's like no crap. You know, of course, remote work is good for uh, U.S. emissions, which what does that say? 29% of U.S. emissions went down or something like that. Yep. I think that is what this article is about. So it's saying, I think it's an opinion piece, but he's basically saying that carbon avoidance should be right. the tax incentive. For Which people. makes complete sense. If people don't leave their like, houses. Don't you get it for like a hybrid cars and stuff? You do. Yeah. So. Why wouldn't I get a tax break for not sitting in traffic for two exactly. hours and letting my gas car run? I agree. I am for that. I am all for putting money back into the taxpayer. I think that we are taxed way too much. And if there are going to be remote tax breaks, then bring them on. You know, I don't know that we will, because like we talked about in the beginning of this episode, where people don't like the fact that people are working remote. So some businesses do, but the gray hairs in charge do not. (laughs) So just know that. What was the latest article that you sent out for? There was like a travel. It was like, you want to travel more. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Because I found that. I read that article. You read it? I did. You I do read, read I your articles. Sometimes. Um, I try to make them not suck. Well, I appreciate that. So okay, this as we get into this, so these articles that we're going through, a lot of these are on capitalpresence.com, but we are, since you all are in the Go Work Wherever Facebook group, or you should be if you're listening to this podcast. We do are going to have more articles up around remote work. All of the articles that Sydney and I talk about on our podcast will go up onto the Go Work Wherever website, which is uh, yet to be released. But so this is the this is the travel one. Four ways remote work is driving the biggest revolution in travel in over a hundred years. So this this one, I like. I read this. It was a great article. Yeah, nice and short. <laughs> and. It basically you 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 sent out the email and I was like, do you want to travel more? I'm like, yeah, obviously I want to travel more. Oh, wait, this is from my company. I should read this. And the it talks about like people have the laptops and they're able to work from the laptops and you can bring your laptop places where you couldn't bring your desktop computer, which that's kind of like a remote work conversation from like 10 years ago where you people had these desktop computers. And so the big uh, remote desktop or RDP was like. I want to be able to log into my desktop computer that's connected to like an ethernet, you know, that I can, I can RDP into it. And look at this, here's my desktop. That's like kind of like an old, an old way. Now that cloud boom has really happened. And if you're using Microsoft 365, then your stuff follows you around no matter where you log in, which is really cool. You can bring your work, right? And so you can, the laptop luggers is what they call them. You can bring your whole, you can bring your whole office with you literally in office 365. And then it talks about private rentals becoming mainstream, which is empty. That's like the Airbnb. Airbnb is, yep. Yeah. So and people, for longer periods. Right. Because people are, can, it's no longer like, I'm going to go an hour away for this long weekend. People can, you could take a week or two. Right. So you're starting to see that. So that and that's what it's saying too. So basically like these people who can travel around are obviously aren't commuting, things like that. A, putting more money in their wallet. So they have more money to spend on vacations and things like that. Um, And then it also says added an average of three or more days into their trip. Interesting. 
when it's an option too, which we kind of spoke about a couple weeks ago. Um, the whole leisure thing. Leisure. So you don't really necessarily have to take leave, whatever summer Fridays you can take that extra like Friday or Monday or something like that as a travel day. Yeah. Yeah. Bleasure was a word that I hadn't heard before, before we brought it up on the last, <laughs> uh, the last podcast, which what would business leisure, Yep. right? Business so you're, leisure. you're traveling because before it was like business or pleasure, you know, which I don't know. Do stewardess that. still, they still ask that question. I've never been asked that question. Yeah. I was almost a, Airline attendant. I could see you. You have a very airline attendant vibe to you. That's what I went to school for is hospitality. So is it really? I didn't know that. I think I did. I probably knew that. Yep. So recreation and tourism, like I was a parks and rec major. People have we had this conversation? About I don't think so. The show? I didn't never watched it. <sighs> it's funny. I know clips of it, but I never watched it. Yeah, okay. I'm not kill me, but I don't think like that parks and rec, the office. What are other ones like that? I don't think they're that What are funny. other hilarious shows? Is that what you're asking me? It's not mine. Those are my two favorite shows. I don't love them that much. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, tourism management was my um, like focus. I like how the article ends. It talks about the Airbnb trips being longer, which obviously people you know have more capability to work remote. So they're able to extend. It says three days. So if you think about it, you can leave on like, you can leave halfway through the day. You don't have to, to hop on a plane at like seven o'clock at night or like super early in the morning. Right. Uh, you can leave whenever you want, essentially, because you can work through the airport. And then whenever I leave, I no longer leave on like Friday afternoons. I leave it like Thursday morning. Mm. And so I'll leave a Thursday morning, get down there, do work Thursday afternoon, Thursday night, or depending on where I'm going, of course. And then Friday set up and work that day you know, while my family's vacationing and I guess I'm on vacation too, but not really kind of a thing. And then, so you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then generally speaking, we will stay through Monday morning and then leave Monday afternoon, Monday night right. uh, to get back Tuesday. So it's, it extends like, so I'm working Friday and Monday. I'm taking one of those next week. You are. Where we have are you, Monday off. But. Where are you going? Oh, that's right. It's uh, Columbus day. Right? Is it still called that? <laughs> Can I call it that? No, you can't. Okay. Indigenous People's Day. Indigenous People's Day. Get it together, Day, yeah. bro. I think um, the government still refers to it as on this day, but yeah, because they got brought up on our army. I was on a military call today. Yeah. And they brought brought it up, saying that Columbus Day, and I was like, oh yeah. It's so great. I came from like a. I worked at a winery, so it was very tourism focused, but we didn't get any of those holidays off. If anything, we had to work those yeah. holidays and had like specials and stuff. So it is such. A nice breath of fresh air to be yeah. able to like be off on holiday. Where are you going? Connecticut for a wedding. That's uh, your fiance is from Connecticut. Correct. So mm -hmm. is it one of his friend's weddings? Yes. That'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. We're going to drive up on Friday, but I'll work the whole way in the Tesla. So I'll have Wi-Fi too. He drives a Tesla? Yeah. I didn't know that. Man, they all the, the, the don't whole, get a Tesla unless you have a charger at your house. All of your group, his group of friends, I feel like they all drive Teslas. Yep. Which I <laughs> Wi-Fi in my truck. Yeah. Which when I was first looking at at cars and trucks, and I did look at the Tesla because I like how much tech they have. And oh, they're awesome. They're super. Cool. They're so cool. Uh, I don't like the fact that they die in like a day. Uh, they do do that. That my brother and brother-in-law both drive teslas and i've been 
uh, while my car has been in the shop and allowed to drive them. They've lent them to me. And living out in the woods, it takes me 20 minutes to get to a gas station, period. So I don't have the charger at my house because they've lent me the car. So I get into the car and then have to basically drive straight to a charging station and sit there for 25 minutes. You can plug it in for like two days and maybe it'll get yeah. back to 100. Yeah, we live in an apartment. We don't have one. It's a pain in the butt. You don't have a charger for your house? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. I mean, I have my own car. I have my own car. You have to build it into your day. You have to. On wherever you're going. Drives me nuts because my fiance does not build it into his day. And then like oh, we'll man. remember like, oh, I have to charge the car. I'm like, that's, that's like another hour. <laughs> it's crazy. And I, I just, so anyways, the, the Teslas have Wi-Fi. And I was like, who needs Wi-Fi? And then after I got into my truck, I, I don't know that I can buy a car without Wi-Fi again. You can work the whole while you're traveling to your point. If, right. If, if Evan's driving. And you got the Wi-Fi on in the Tesla. Be on my laptop. You're just working. No, granted, I could do it from my phone, maybe from 5G, but, but it's not the same. Right. Hotspots are unreliable, which we did do a YouTube video that is still under production, <laughs> uh, where I compared my truck's Wi-Fi to a hotspot Wi-Fi to a USB plug-in Wi-Fi. And I will say, because I want people to go watch the YouTube video, but I will say that the phone hotspot did the worst. That was the worst of of the three. Super slow. Oh, yeah. Connectivity is awful. Very unreliable. It gives it to you, but it's more of in a pinch. I wouldn't recommend it. It's pretty bad. And it's not very secure. Um, It's the least secure of the three options as well. But I haven't used it yet. Well, you're in for a treat. I'm excited. You can message me all day. Yeah. (laughs) Just Teams messages nonstop. It is cool, though. You'll put in your end destination um, where you want to go. And it'll say like calculating. So it'll bring up. So it won't tell you like, oh, Connecticut's six hours away or whatever. It'll say two hours and it'll route you to your first like charging point. Will it really? And then it won't say like, oh, like you don't have to do a full charge. It'll say you need to charge for 25 minutes in order to make it to this place. And this is how much battery you'll have left when you go here. So it kind of breaks it up like that. Yeah. Um, it makes it seem like your trip is going faster, even longer, even obviously, because you have to stop and charge. Longer, right. But um, yeah, it's, it's not bad. I did seek out charging stations that like you don't have to do it yourself. Like it'll plan it out for you. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I would I would plug it in and then go in to like i feel like sheets often has sheets and wawa usually and then they have the mtos and you get food and it's like because you're there for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. you know but yeah that was wi-fi that's where you go to so bleasure i like that i like <laughs> it i like it what what was the uh what was the other article that we posted uh this month let's do one more article Recently? yeah all right let's see i lose track <laughs> Remote education. Remote education. Or corporate culture. Either one. We've we've touched on both of those uh this month. Let's, let's, let's yeah, do let's, education. Yeah, let's do education. Culture we talk about. We talk about more. culture a lot on this on this show, which you know, real quick to help you with your remote culture, make sure that on all of your meetings your video is turned on and then make sure that you guys are having morning stand-ups. And then make sure that you have somewhere built into your organization, a place where people can communicate in real time, whether that's Teams or Slack or Yammer or 
uh, I guess Yammer is no longer called Yammer. Now it's called Viva Engage, but you need those places to exist or people are going to feel distant from your organization and then end up leaving. So there you go. There's your remote culture one. So let's talk about education. So this one says education company employees overwhelmingly prefer remote work. How are organizations responding? Education. Say that again. Education companies. Company employees overwhelmingly prefer remote work. How are organizations responding? Okay. So I know that. So I was a remote student for the last. So I went to West Virginia and I was on campus for a period of time. And then my second half of my senior year was a remote student for my last like 18 credits or something. Mm -hmm. And I flew through those classes and I liked them a lot more because when you're on campus, a lot of that stuff is attendance based which i don't know what college was like when you were there but when i was there if you missed class three times you got an automatic fail mine was not like that yeah <laughs> mine, was, mine was definitely not like that <laughs> i hated that and so when i moved because you know it, it wasn't like i didn't know the stuff and it wasn't like i didn't study it was i had a hard time going to class because well i had a i had two jobs in college. I was a member of the fraternity. And when I say I was a member of fraternity, like I was an active member, I was on the board and I'm still on the board of advisors of my fraternity that I was in. So I had a lot going on. And so like sometimes I would not go to class and I'm not saying like I skipped class a lot, but I missed it more than three times. Plus I have Crohn's disease. Like I had to take medical leave one semester because I missed a class like four times or something because I was sick. That's wild. And I had to take medical leave. And now they let me drop the class because otherwise you would get like a a withdrawal, which is, doesn't look good, you know, but I got a, I was able to take medical leave and went medically withdraw from, from classes. But my, my senior year, I went remote and took online courses and that was awesome. It was I, on your own pace. It, it was so much better. Yeah. So for ours, I went to Old Dominion, which is a big remote yeah. um, university anyways, just because they do a lot of military um, and things like that. I think they're one of the top ones, actually. But for my major specifically, our last semester, we had to do like a 12 credit like internship. Yeah. That's what we did. So we would have to fill things out like, you know, occasionally. But that is what we did. So we didn't or we, we weren't allowed to take any classes during that. Um. So I had to take like extra classes like in the summers in order to be able to like finish in four years and take that. At the so right did time. you finish in four years? I did. That's like pretty unheard I, of. Well, I was very lucky. My parents definitely helped me with loans and everything like that. But they were basically like four years is yeah. what you get. But I did go in knowing what I wanted to do, which is not always the case. So, yeah, I miss, I switched majors like three times. Yeah, there which, you go. Which, so, yeah. So I definitely <laughs> took summer classes like and was remote, which is probably way different than what it is now. Like, yeah. It was here's a PowerPoint. Do your test and you can do that at your own. Yeah. You know, leisure. But that's how ours was. It was Blackboard. But a lot of them were in like three weeks. You had three weeks for yeah. a class and like that expedited, was that, which I prefer. Well, that's because I feel like you you weren't going through like the lessons. You was like, here's what you have to get done. They would drop it into your inbox, essentially. Yeah. Give you an assignment. 
a lot of times it was like a book that I had to read mm-hmm. or videos I had to watch or quiz, you know, like it was nowhere near responses what it stuff. is now. Yeah. I think we used Blackboard. So we used rarely. We used Blackboard. I didn't use it too much personally, yeah. but I'm sure other maybe classes did. But and um, I mentioned that my children are homeschooled. Right. So all of my children, except for my youngest, because he's two, the all of my others are remote using remote education. So I have one, my eldest is at Liberty University. So he takes uh, he takes some of his courses there. I think he takes science and math through it's called LUOA. So Liberty University Online Academy. And so he does that. And then my other two uh, take a Becca courses, which is an online learning platform where they have like it look it like they have a video of a classroom. And so it's like the teacher is in the classroom teaching and you're just kind of kind of there. And and they they do very well with them, and I think it's much better than they also have like groups though too. They can like join like yeah. I like Minecraft. Let me join this they group do. with so, a bunch of other homeschooler kids. So my eldest son does the uh, and I forget the name of the school, but it's it's the Elon Musk school. Oh yeah, the center for <laughs> it's like synergy or something I don't know, like that. but it just makes me think of like the Zoolander. It is. It's the, no, it starts with a, who can't read good. It starts with an S. It's called like uh oh man. Space school or something. Space probably. school. It's something like that. <laughs> but that is it's just kids that get together and solve problems through like games. Oh, that's really cool. So Ad Astra? No. Maybe it's not the Elon Musk school then. I thought it was, but it's some of them with an S. I'll find I'll find out what it is. Hmm. And they solve problems through games through gamification which gamification, gamification is i'm telling you if you are to enter into a field right now and you are wondering what it is that you want to do remote education through gamification is the future all federal organizations use gamification for their training their mandatory training like uh, their cyber awareness training you are in a game where you have to catch the cyber criminals and find out what people are doing wrong and you're learning about it. Yeah. So gamification through learning is because it's more, there have been tons of studies out there that show that people learn most when they are uh, active in learning instead of being lectured at. Right. So if you can, now everybody learns differently, right? So there's lots of different ways you can learn, but they have shown that, People who are more active in learning, whether it be hands-on or physically engaged through like clicking and stuff like that. That's why you saw when I was in college, they had clickers. So they have clickers, right? And they would ask a random question in the middle of their lecture and you had to click. Mm -hmm. That's to keep you engaged, to actively engage because it increases your um, retention. Yeah, Yeah. those are fun. Right, which area? So that portion of they do like uh, it's gamification where they're going through. They have to solve a problem through like lasers or something like that. I want to call it, I want to say it's called like Synergy or something like that. Hmm. Synergy Academy or something. I thought it was the Elon Musk uh, school. Maybe it's not. Pretty sure it is. But, but yeah. Well, this has been a good, that's our three. Those are our three articles. So did you see Coolio died? I did. I, to be honest, like I know his songs, but. Don't do this to me. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know. Coolio? I do know, but he wasn't like, oh, I, I didn't grow up on Coolio. I did. I grew up clearly, on, but yeah. you know, 
I grew up on like NSYNC. Okay. Britney Spears. All right. I mean, I obviously grew up on them too. They were not like. Okay. You were like prime, like Backstreet Boy area era. I feel like. Um, Cause they were like a little bit before. And I then mean, it was yeah. Insane, right. I did listen to, oh, I didn't listen to Backstreet Boys, but I know of the Backstreet Boys. They were very influential in, uh, you sing like Gangster's Paradise, right? Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> so he had the and funny hair, one, right? Two, three, four. He had the funny get hair. Your he, woman on the floor. He reminds me of Dennis Rodman, who I actually saw like last year in an airport. So <laughs> him and Dennis Rodman. Were they friends? I, I, they I, look the same to They might have been friends. They're like right around the same age. They're like during the 90s Bulls era when Rodman was like marrying himself and coloring his hair and doing all that crazy stuff. He's still crazy. Coolio. That was he prime was right Coolio there. time. So yeah, no, I'm, I was big. I was a big Coolio fan. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, I, it wasn't, he wasn't like my favorite rapper or anything like that or artist or, or anything, but you know, RIP Coolio. Gangsters Paradise, man. Hope rest in rest in Gangsters Paradise. But yeah, he's up there. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out. This has been another episode of the the Work River Podcast. We got a lot uh, going on. If you guys enjoyed the Facebook uh, live, so that if you guys aren't a member of the community, go to go work wherever on Facebook. Join our private community. It's remote workers, remote organizations, and we're going to be doing live episodes. So that if you guys have questions, want to participate in the show, uh, feel free to do so. It'll be encouraged. Uh, as we record if not if you can't catch those you can catch the the live recordings uh on youtube or the audio recordings through spotify itunes wherever your podcasts are found we are building this community out and then we'll all be kind of the hubbed there at go work wherever the website which is tbd right now in progress TBD. but it looks great it does look good mm-hmm. we'll have to give a shout out to jess when she when she finishes it So guys, thanks for hanging out until next time. uh, It's been fun and uh, live every day like it is Saturday. Thanks guys. See you. Bye.